The animal kingdom may be classified into two groups, carnivores, that is, meat-eaters, and herbivores, that is, plant-eaters. Carnivores kill other animals for their food. They eat their bodies. Herbivores eat vegetable matter. They don't eat other animals' bodies. This twofold classification can be applied to human beings living today. Carnivores prefer to feed on other people, taking advantage of them wherever possible, using them for their own gain. They strive to profit at other people's expense. They prey on the weak, the aged, and the mentally infirm because they are easy targets. For example, the smooth-talking business person whose deals usually exploit their clients. Its ultimate example is that of the filthy rich multi-billionaire who gains so much wealth by cheating customers, employees, and the government. Herbivores do not generally take advantage of others. They don't need to feed on people. They tend to profit at their own expense, earning promotion and improved status. For example, salespeople who truthfully describe the products they sell. Perhaps the herbivore's ultimate example would be a retired person who cheated no one and always tried to give others a fair deal. Carnivores usually make the most money, have the nicest houses, drive the best cars, etc. Many media messages broadcast online, print, hold up the carnivorous lifestyle as the one all people should emulate because of the financial rewards it provides. These media messages say that the herbivorous lifestyle of being honest, treating people fairly, and not profiting from others' weaknesses is definitely not the way people should live. These messages claim that the life of those who prey on others that is, the carnivorous life, should be everyone's goal. As the Gershwin's tunes lyrics say, it ain't necessarily so. Why not? Not every carnivore preys on others is successful. Some folk prey on those they thought would be an easy kill, only to be surprised when their intended victims were far more skillful at killing than laying. Not every successful carnivore is satisfied. In fact, the more these people get, the more they want. This applies to the small-time shyster who always wants a nicer car, to a multi-billionaire who has more money than some poor countries but still wants more. They like dog-racing greyhounds chasing a mechanical rabbit they can never catch. Not all herbivores are satisfied with having less of the world worldly blessings than their carnivorous neighbors. However, those that are satisfied are in a unique and enviable position. Well, what situation is this? This situation is that the herbivorous persons are the ones who will choose to believe in Jesus as their Lord. Accordingly, these herbivores are the ones who will inherit a place in heaven that is everlasting. Carnivorous persons will never believe in Jesus because his teachings stand opposed to what they believe. Unless they change their thinking, they will miss out on eternal life in heaven. They will have an everlasting session 
being dumped in a place alongside all the other flesh-eaters in the world. There'll be no easy herbivores to devour. Their existence would be a perpetual striving to avoid stronger predators. Once consumed in excruciating pain, they'll continue to live, repeating the same result over and over and over again, forever and ever. The herbivorous person who chooses to believe in Jesus will enjoy the everlasting fellowship, not only of the Godhead, but those people who have chosen the her- herbivorous life. Not all herbivores will claim eternal life of Christ. Many herbivores who have forsworn the life of a carnivore may miss out on the eternal blessings in heaven. Even though their lifestyle resembles that of one pleasing to God, their herbivorous behavior will prove to be futile. For example, herbivores who dedicated their lives to serving the poor will not reap the benefits of God simply because they did not wish to obey Jesus. Or herbivorous persons who follow 90% of God's teaching revealed in the New Testament will fail to gain eternal blessings because they stubbornly hold on to that 10% that is in opposition to Jesus. Some people hold to the carnivorous life because of philosophy or parental training or the self-righteous feeling they get when they help someone or do good or behave honestly. These people live lives that are very close to the teachings of Jesus, and because they fail to believe in his lordship, they will not benefit of being chosen by him for eternal life. They say that the existence of God and the salvation that Jesus brings is unfounded. However, as previous episodes of this podcast series have described, there's plenty of historical evidence that God exists and the New Testament is a valid record of not only Jesus' life, but also of his will for us. It is not likely that people striving to love the carnivorous life will seek him. Their lifestyle is contrary to Jesus' teachings. This living life of herbivore will find that they are very close to the life that Jesus has prescribed for his chosen people. It would be a horrible travesty if those whose life very much reflect Jesus' teachings should fail to achieve eternal life because of unbelief. Only those who believe that God exists and that he rewards those who seek him will be saved. Therefore, calling all herbivores, If you're not convinced that Jesus is who he claimed to be, go to the historical evidence to find if these statements are true. Discover the evidence for the accuracy of the historical record as found in the New Testament of the Bible. One must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Examine the evidence. Philosophy, training, or self-discipline will not get you a place in God's heavenly kingdom, but only faith in the loving teachings of Jesus. Herbivores do not get left behind. Uncover the facts that will lead you to eternal happiness. Podcast was produced by Stephen Gehrig. Address any comments or complaints to my email address at bird-legs at hotmail.com. Bird-legs at hotmail.com. Thank you.